baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ten thirty-four on a Thursday, and it means that we talk to Major Garrett, Chief Washington Correspondent for CBS News. He is the author of The Big Truth, Upholding Democracy in the Age of the Big Lie, and two podcasts, The Agent of Betrayal and The Takeouts. They're both very good, as good as he is. Uh, Major Garrett joins us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. What's up, Major? Good morning. How is everybody? I I don't think we could be any better, Amy. I think we're doing great, Major. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for asking. You know, nobody ever asks us how we're doing. Exactly, exactly. I want to know how you're doing. Except for I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a busy time here in Washington, and I'm also going to be substitute anchoring the CBS Evening News tonight, so it's a busy day for me. Excellent. Um, Let's start with... Iran and President mm-hmm. Biden had said that he would have a response to the Iran-backed militias that led to the death of three U.S. service members, dozens of others injured, and there has been a response. Can you uh, walk us through what happened? No, there hasn't been a response. Not the one that the Pentagon's talking about. Oh, okay. Not the one that the president has uh, suggested. Um, Lloyd Austin just finished a briefing at the Pentagon in which he said, this will be multi-day, multi-target, and it will happen at a time of our choosing and uh, at targets of our choosing. So it hasn't happened yet. There have been interactions with uh, drones uh, and the repelling thereof by U.S. warships in the Red Sea. That's a continuous part of our operations. As a matter of fact, the managing editor of CBS Evening News, Nora O'Donnell, has been in the region. She's flying back today. That's one of the reasons I'm anchoring for her tonight uh, with U.S. Navy personnel and on surveillance flights overflying the region, seeing how all of this activity is, A, being monitored and as often as can be repelled by U.S. forces. What happened at Tower 22 in far northern Jordan, right on the edge of the borders with Syria and Iraq, is that that had never been targeted before. The drone that came in that landed and killed three U.S. service personnel injured more than 40 came in right behind a U.S. drone that was landing. So to let the U.S. drone land, the air defense system was taken offline, and that air defense system was not nearly as sophisticated as other places where U.S. military personnel are in the region because it had never been targeted before. That's a terribly unfortunate set of circumstances. And the U.S. military and the president, I I assure you, based on everything that David Martin, our senior Pentagon correspondent, has told us internally and on air, this will be many days with many targets for many different reasons and in search of many different things. Weapon stockpiles, personnel, and the means by which these various militia groups use them. So it hasn't happened yet. Stay tuned. So uh, U.S. intelligence, um, they believe that that Iran is actually kind of concerned with the, I mean, this idea sounds uh, 
it it sounds at odds because of what's been happening in Iran funding a lot of these proxy groups. But they mm-hmm. they apparently are concerned with how the proxy groups are behaving in this a drone attack that killed the the U.S. service members. Mm-hmm. Um, they're worried about it escalating. Why don't they have better control of their proxy groups? So Margaret Brennan, our senior foreign affairs correspondent and the moderator of Face the Nation, reported on Monday night that since the death at the hands of the U.S. of Qasem Soleimani, one of the head of the uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, the death of that leader, the death of that significant overseer of the various Iranian militia groups, Iran and the Revolutionary Guard Corps have lost some operational control of the militias. This is one of the things that falls into the distinct category of unintended and unwelcome circumstances. The Trump administration and former President Trump takes great pride in having targeted and killed Sam Soleimani as sending a signal to Iran and doing something that shows the United States level of tolerance for meddling in the region and, and targeting U.S. military personnel would not stand for that continued activity. And killing Hassan Soleimani was a very strong signal. Trump administration says we did that. We did that right thing. And in many respects, that's probably true. However, in the unintended consequences category, Soleimani did exert, as far as we know, a lot of control over what these militia groups did and, more importantly, didn't do. And Iran has less, it says, control over those groups as a result of that now. And that's a decided unintended consequence. But guess what? It's a consequence nonetheless. It's led to these militia groups carrying out things for their own purposes, maybe not so much in direct coordination with Iran. But guess what? Iran's going to pay the price, the one way or the other. Right. And I and I know with these certain groups or certain countries that are have terror groups very prominent or state sponsors of terror like Iran, there's always that that line of plausible deniability like, well, there's no telling what's going to happen. We have no control like they're taking their hands off of it when really we know Iran is still the largest state sponsor of terrorism. Right. And, and, and so it's an excellent point, Amy. I'm glad you mentioned that because you don't need absolute responsibility. Somebody sends a text message, go do this, or sends a, or makes a phone call or whatever. You don't need that. Where do they get the money from Iran? What does the money pay for? Weapons. Who supervises the purchase of the weapons? Iran. On, on whose tactical basis do they more often than not act? Iran. Add those three together, what do you have? Complete responsibility. So it doesn't matter. And Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, said this at the podium about five or ten minutes ago. It doesn't matter if someone in the Iran Revolutionary Guard Corps sent an order. That's not, that's not, that doesn't, that's not meaningful. I mean, if we could establish it, it would be more meaningful, but it's not less meaningful that Iran is responsible without it. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.